Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey, this episode is brought to you by our patrons who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get exclusive podcast content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. This is the devil, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 321, brought to you the week of December 5th, 2019. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I didn't know the devil listened to our show. I, I'm scared. But I had a feeling he did. <laughs> I think I he sponsors feeling. every show. I, I, I think that he probably gets notes from us. And he thinks, I'm going to go torment some Christians with some of the stuff that I get from this show. And that's funny. I have a feeling that there is a pocket of Christians <laughs> that listen to the show and they are offended by everything we do because they're like, these are Christian boys. They claim to be pastors and they're talking mm. about poops and farts and butts. Let me and tell you. I just you, can't believe that. God did not create no poops and farts and butts. That's <laughs> That's right. It's the devil's creation it's right the there. Devil's. That's why the devil was on the front of their show. He finally owned up to it. And now I am vindicated and verified <laughs> that, that they have the devil operating in them and through them. And he has their being and uh, their soul. And that's what I think. I think that, that, that there are bad people that listen to our show. Not all of you. <laughs> just, that there, there are a number of you that listen just so you could get offended. That's what I think. I, do you, they write in? Because I don't ever get any of those. Emails. I do get. You know, I should. We should do a show that is all of our negative reviews on iTunes. That's every email that I've ever gotten from an offended person. Oh. Um, because you would be surprised at the stuff that people get offended about. It's nothing about poop. It's never uh, about uh, butts or anything like that. <laughs> It's just, they just generally think that we're mean or oh, hateful man. and, or Aww. yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand. I, where, where did they get that from? And I think it would be entertaining <laughs> for our normal listeners who love us and know what we're about to hear, they know us. to hear yeah. it. And, and they can laugh at this and kind of shake their heads the way I do when I get it. We don't get a lot. I'll be honest. We don't get a lot of bad reviews. Most of our reviews are five stars on iTunes. Um, most of our emails are, are great. Matter of fact, I'll be reading one in a bit. Um, and, 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 and it's just, it's a positive experience running the show by far. But yeah, once hmm. in a while, we just so out of left field. Somebody will hang on hmm. something that for them, you could tell it felt personal. Um, because it was something that hit them yeah. where they lived and, and they get really worked up about it as if I did it to them personally and they, mm, and they lash yeah. out. And then I'm like, I write back to them and I'm like, we, we don't know you and we don't know your situation. So even though I can imagine it being offensive, I can't imagine how you could take it personally because, mm. you know, if we knew you and your situation and we said this thing, <laughs> you know, anyway, we should do a whole show. <laughs> 
Uh, we might should, yeah. We should. It, 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 we'll do it for our last show ever. Whenever we decide that this train wreck of a show should stop, <laughs> that'll be the caboose right there. Is we'll, we'll just call it spin. the worst show ever, we'll, and then that would be it. We'll call it Nobody's Listening, the final episode, and uh, that'll be the episode num- name is Nobody's Listening, and it'll it'll just be the last one ever. Uh, people yeah. in the chat room say it should never end. But and I, and I agree. But eventually, I'm, <laughs> eventually, I'm going to get so old, uh, which we'll talk about in a bit, that I'm going to uh, not be able to remember anything that I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Me too. I'm already getting there, man. I tell you. All right. So we uh, we always start with an opening story, and here it is. This is called Flying Cow Turd. It's uh, brought to you by Jameson Miller. He said, "So I heard the story about the guy getting soaked in cow pee." from your show of course you did because that's where show we're the only show that covers in-depth cow pee saturation stories yeah because that's what we're about cow turds and peas and it's flying it's part of our our uh what do you call it our vision statement yes it's that we we're there for you for cow pee saturation moments anyway (laughs) he said it made me think about a great story that i know so he says i was about eight years old and we were sorting cows which is something we all know and love about. Sounds like a card game. Something I do on the weekends is I just sort cows, you know. I, how do cow you, sorter. How do you sort cows? Oh, this one leans a little to the left. Uh, let's put him over here on the side. And this one looks. This one has horns, and the others do not. So uh, put him in a pen by himself. This one needs a haircut. Uh, this one looked at me funny. So he's going to be hamburger tonight. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you sort cows, but anyway, it's apparently something that is so common that it didn't need to, a definition. So he says, I was about eight years old. We were sorting cows and my uncle yelled, get down. And I was confused. So I looked over just in time to see my cousin get square hits hit square in the face by a flying Ooh. cow turd. <laughs> well, come to find out. There was a cow in the chute with diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds gross on both terms. There's a cow in the chute, and oh, by the way, he has diarrhea. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's cocked, about to shoot he's, something. Maybe he's, he's in the right spot. He's cocked and loaded, and he's just going at it. Well, he says that it started shaking its tail very violently. And uh, I've seen a video of a hippopotamus doing this very thing. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Swing that? Swing its tail around. Yeah, yeah just flinging close. poo everywhere. So this action flung the poop everywhere, including on my cousin's face. Hope you enjoy uh. the story. Sincerely, Jameson Miller from Far, <laughs> far Farnagat Valley. <laughs> Farnagat. Farnagat. How, how do you pronounce P-A-H-R-A-N-A-G-A-T? I don't know. I'm going to look it up on Google for Rana cat. Um, yeah, I don't even know if it's a real place. I think it's like Narnia. <laughs> you get to it in the back of a cow shoot. It's just, it's <laughs> the place you go. It's the world capital for sorting cows. If you have more than one cow and you need them sorted by cow, some sort of cow distinction, then you take them to Farnagat Valley and they'll get they'll get you squared away. So hey, it's in uh, Nevada, by the way. So oh, however the Nevadians say it, stalkers. Um, that's parenterada. <laughs> it's I, not a real word. We got some business to take care of, real quick, John. Do you mind if we mm-hmm. just take a break from the comedy and try to? Yeah, let's just, do this. Let's just get serious for a moment. Uh, you guys know that. November just ended and we had a, uh, a request. It was a simple request, a one-time request, and it shouldn't have needed to be repeated. Uh, but we, we, we're going to have to mention it again. And we, it was November. Okay. The, the yeah. word no is in the name November. And we said, please yep. do not sign up and show support on Patreon. No. Uh, or we said we would talk bad about you on the show. And November um, two more people from last uh, month have decided in their stinky, smelly little pants that they needed to go ahead and just diss us by going against our wishes. So, yeah. How dare they? So Brock Sanderson, you are a worm tailed, uh, patron farty pants. You're a cow sorter. 
How about that? You are a sand cow sorter. You, your, your name is uh, part of my most hated vegetable, broccoli. So broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> broccoli. I bet you when you go to a farm, you feel like all the chickens are saying your name. Brock. Brock. Oh, we're serious. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I laughed a little bit at that one. I'm sorry. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, Sanderson, you, you're the son of a, a sander, a person who sands benches and, and cow shoots and stuff. So yeah. Sand person. $8 a month. Well, who do you think you are? Brock Sanderson. You're a, a, a pansy face. You're, Pansy, whoa, you're pulling out the big guns now, I, man. I, I'm trying not to use any foul language here, but yeah, I would even say a doo-doo face. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going. Your Brock Sanderson oh. is a doo-doo <clears throat> face. Uh, sorry, kids. Sorry, children. But I'm going to say it one more time. Doo-doo face. Hey, that's that's in one of my favorite songs, Baby Shark. Do, 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 face, baby, shark. Oh. Sorry, it's not. I told you. Brock, to, that's I bad. told you to get serious, John. And I, I don't, was. I don't think for, you're taking this very seriously. I'm sorry. We also I'm have to serious. go against our another uh, supporter, Carrie Bernhardt, or, or I like to call her Bar- Carrie Barnfart. Barnfart. Because uh, she went, and she went for the most... <laughs> Uh, the, the tediousest, most, you know, teeniest little thing she could do just to get on her nerves. She went from $15 a month to supporting us at $16 a month. Holy she moly. did that full on, uh, just in our face, just total, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, when your kids are bad, I can't even remember the word rebellious. There you go. She was rebellious. She, she totally I am offended yes. that that 100 cents that she put into this, it, it, you're going to get 100 cents worth of insults and pain from us. That's yeah. what you're going to yeah. get. Yeah. Carrie. Why don't you carry your barn fart over somewhere else and support yeah. some other podcast while you're at it? Goodness. Yeah. And, and then when you're done, you can tell them that those two movies that they named after you were not any good. And they're not even scary. Oh, Carrie. Scary. And in Carrie, they remade it. Oh. <laughs> Just their both same name, Carrie. I was trying to figure out what Barnhart, <laughs> the movie Barnhart. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there one with a dragon and he had a heart and, and it was voiced by it's Braveheart, Sean dummy. Connery. Oh, oh, Braveheart, Braveheart. You're Dang supposed it. to take this seriously, Dad Govett. You know I am. You're I'm offended. Me laugh. Arr, arr. All right. Anyway, uh, let's let's uh, let's let's just go ahead and say that the November time is over, and now it's it is over. December. And if you would like to contribute via Patreon, you can do it without being hassled, as we have done Brock Sanderson and Carrie Bernhardt. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and all the rest of you guys that gave just normally. Just, just, uh, uh, ooh, uh, a pox on you. How about that? Yeah. Well, or, well, you know what? I'm going to go write all of their names on a bathroom wall. There you go. And say for a fun time, call all these people and then put yep. all their phone numbers and addresses down. That actually would be a funny thing to do. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. That would be, <laughs> be the terrible. worst. We'd, we'd be famous for all the wrong reasons. And then and in jail. we would be hated and we'd get a lot of hate mail and that would be the end of the show. So let's, uh, instead of doing that, let's hit the rewind the week button. Here it is right here. Okay. Three, two, one. Rewinding. All righty, all righty. Um, listen, I've got two weekly updates. One of them is long, and the other is very short. So I'll get the short one out of the way first of all. Do it. I, I listeners, new listeners, you wonder what this lemons lemons thing is about. I'm going to tell you right now in the weekly update segment. It is episode 285, time code nine minutes thirty nine seconds. 
So apparently where we start to talk about the lemons, lemons meme that, that went on there for a while, I, I can't believe it's been 200. Uh, well, it's not been 200. It's been how many shows almost, back? Almost 50, right? That's crazy. I got to do math, but it's kind of it, close to 50. It, it feels like it was three weeks ago. And that's the truth. It feels like three weeks ago. It does not feel yeah. like it's that long ago, but it was anyway. actually months ago. Months. Oh, that's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, weekly update wise, my, my wife and I, I'm just going to say this right now that it's an LBB story and I might be the LBB. All right. I'll go ahead and, and say it right now that I might be a crabby old man. LB no I'm no gonna, no uh, yeah it could be possible my wife the crabby and I, old man would never admit to being a crabby old man I That's don't just, know I, yeah, yeah we'll see we'll let we'll let you decide we'll let you listeners decide but my story is an LBB story uh my my wife and I bought a television we started watching Stranger Things it was too dark to see you couldn't see anything because of the darkness of Stranger Things. And maybe, yeah, especially if you're watching the first season, right? Yeah. we Maybe we should have been watching something brighter and happier, like Teletubbies or something. I don't know. Touched by an angel. Yeah, but we weren't. Exactly. We were watching Stranger Things. It was dark. I pulled the TV off the wall. I packaged it back up, and we started to take it back to uh, the store. Okay? I won't even say the store's name, but they wear blue shirts and khaki pants, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Do they have a squad of geeks that work there? They may, they may, they may hmm. have that. Interesting. But I was, I was in a, a, a state the entire time we were driving to the place and my wife didn't understand it. And I kept trying to explain it to her cause I think it might just be a guy thing, but I'm like, they are going to treat me like I'm a stupid old man that doesn't understand how to, <laughs> how to run the technology of this television. They're not going to just accept I, I just predict there's going to be a point in the transaction from from me bringing the television in to the point <laughs> where they finally give me my money back on my credit card. That somewhere in there, some little geeky little dude is going to be like, well, sir, did you try this? And did you try that? And did you try to stick it up your butt? Did you try that? And, <laughs> and she couldn't understand, but I was all worked up. And just expecting it. So we pull the truck up. It was coming. They, they, they send somebody out to unload it and we bring it up to the cashier and the lady is very nice and she's very kind. And, and, um, she is saying, oh yeah, well, we can do this. This is no problem. What was the problem? What? And I said, well, it was too dark. The, the television was just too dark. We couldn't see on it. Oh, okay. No problem. And I'm like, you know, this is great. This is great. It's going to be fine. Got all worked up for nothing. Yeah. And then she says, well, now it's going to take a minute because we have to open up the box and we have to check the merchandise and we're going to have to plug it in. And I'm like, okay, all right, that's going to be no problem. So she calls this guy up and he takes the box off and he goes and, and sure enough, he plugs it in and he's looking at it and I can tell, I can feel it coming. I can feel it coming. I just oh, know. Yeah. That I'm sparkle like, in his Dad eye, didn't he? Gum it. Dad gum it. We, we had come this far. We're moments away from her just swiping my credit card and saying, it'll be back on your credit card within three weeks or whatever they usually say. And he's, he's down there and I can see the glow of the television on his face and he's playing with the remote and he looks up at me at this little half smile and says, why don't you come on around here? And I, <laughs> maybe this is where I'm the LBB because everything, every bit of angst, every bit of anxiety that I had had about, you know, this moment happening just burst out of me all of a sudden at him. I treated him as if he knew that I, well, I like that he, <laughs> he knew that I hated him. He, he treated me like I, I, I treated him like he knew I didn't want to be treated that way. I don't know. But anyway, th th this just might be the part where I'm the butt. But I said, no, I'm not coming around there. Nope. And he, and he kind of looks at me like it. he looks like, huh? And I said, uh -huh. look, in my house, on my wall, when I'm watching Stranger Things, it's too dark. Here in the store, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> But no, I'm not coming around there. And and I didn't even say that much. I it just basically, I felt like a, a dog just all of a sudden. Yeah. Just, just 
just why why did you just go off like that, James? It it wasn't even that big a deal. But I I was gonna be darned if I was gonna walk around and let some pimply faced eighteen year old jerk oh, <laughs> sit there and say, Hey, do you know that there's a menu on TVs now? Do you know that you can adjust the brightness and the illumination and the luminosity? I was not going to be treated like some old fart. <laughs> I've bought and sold and rented and watched and carried more televisions than that guy's had, you know, girlfriends. So, um, hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm the butt. But uh, no, I didn't go around uh. on his side of the dumb counter. I didn't snuggle up right next to him and sit there and let him show me how stupid I am. Uh, but I, I know how a television works. And mm. uh, I, maybe it's just the first time somebody treating me like an old fart. I, I don't know. Maybe this is the new experience that mm. I'm, I'm going to have from now on. But uh, Man. I, 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 I say he was the LBB, but maybe maybe it was me. You know what? On a different podcast on the on uh, on the other side of the state, there's there's a a guy that works at Best Buy that's telling a story about a man who brought a TV in. Oh man! <laughs> this guy brought in this TV, and all he had to do was push the brightness button. And I then he could have played it. But that's the thing is, I did all that stuff. I did check everything. I got online and looked up everything. The television was faulty, and and it wasn't me. And I knew someone would ask that stupid question and and try to make me look like I was some sort of idiot that didn't know any better. And I'm not yeah. an idiot that didn't know any better, but I still got treated you are like a one anyway. Man. And I was so yeah. mad when it finally happened that I let go on him in a way that I don't believe he deserved. I really don't believe uh, he, he deserved to be told, no, you know, I'm not coming around there. In my house, there are many mansions. I go there to prepare a place for you. No. You know. They will have TVs that are bright. <laughs> you can watch Stranger Things on them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like I'm some evil demon. I don't know. So, John, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, man. It was so uneventful that... I, I don't even know. We went uh, to West Virginia. <laughs> that sounds delightful, actually. It was It is delightful. Where my in-laws live is a quaint little old coal town. It's uh, it's part of a microplex, they, they call it. Wow. Uh, there's these small towns all together. They make up a microplex instead of a metroplex. Okay. So, but um, got, got out a little bit and got to see some of nature, which was cool. There's this neat old place called the pinnacle rock and it's just this big rock formation kind of on top of mountain it was fun to see that and went to this old town that was established like in the early days of like the 1910s and it had like a bunch of millionaires that used to live there and you know back in those days yeah it was like it was pretty cool it's like stepping back in time actually because there's not a lot of tourism in that area so, so yeah west, um, west virginia right just West Virginia. Yeah. They're, they're yep. known for their mountains. They're known for their mountains. And yeah. And, and burning mountain, couches after football games. And mountain people. Mountain people. Actually, there's a TV show, I think, that they film in West Virginia called, uh, I don't know, something about people that go out and find ginseng out in the woods and something. I don't know. Huh. My, my father-in-law watches it. Now, I got to tell you that they, they transplanted to West Virginia. So, this is not like, okay. you know. Okay. And nothing against anybody that is no, from I, West Virginia. I actually want to know, place. do we have any listeners from West Virginia? That would be awesome. You know? That would be awesome because I might have actually ran into them while I was out at the Walmarts. Because <laughs> it's not that big. Um, you, you just might have seen not, It's a big state. Uh, actually, you know, Morgantown and all those are kind of big places. But anyways, I, I came up with a new life goal that I really would like to accomplish. And... um. And if there's any any movie producers type people out there, uh, maybe you can help me do this because I want to be an extra in a Hallmark Christ Christmas movie. <laughs> I, I I'm not even kidding. I whenever we go up there, it's usually around the holidays, and we watch so many Hallmark Christmas <laughs> movies. I'm like, I think I could, I think I could act in one of those. 
I wouldn't want to be like the main dude because that would be weird. Right. But like maybe that quirky old dude that that shows up for a few minutes and he looks like Santa Claus and <laughs> Hey everybody, did you check under the clock for their watchtower list of people who blah blah blah? Yeah, and, you you know, just, I could totally you could just do be that. The, the big spin at the end, the the, the, yeah. the guy that turns the script on its edge. There. Was that really Santa Claus that made everything real and happy? Because, uh, you know, there's a really working formula for those uh, Hallmark yeah, Christmas I, movies. I'd imagine and- they need a constant list of, of B-grade actors and then extras. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> my wife and I, we were watching them, and we're like, wasn't that the girl in that movie a couple days ago? That Yeah, it's like know? watching Doctor <laughs> Who and, 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 and then any other British show. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> He was in Shaun of the Dead. Andy was in this. Andy was in that. They they recycle their their people quite a bit they over there. Do. They do. And the Hallmark so, people do the same thing. They 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 got to. Hey, and I think they film a lot of their stuff in Canada. So so all that to say is, I think you have a chance. Yes, thank you. I think I, you I, have, that's my life goal. You have a voice. You have the the look of a Hallmark mm-hmm. guy. You definitely have the <laughs> the, the soul of a Hallmark card. Um, you know, I used to live in Kansas city and that's where Hallmark was headquartered. I don't know where they film at, but I do know Hmm. where they make their cards and their bows. So, well, that's awesome. Maybe I need to go there and, uh, rub shoulders with some of those folks so that, uh, they can get me into one of their movies. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All right, folks. If you know anybody, this is your chance to give John his dream job. Just get him in there for 2020. I mean, this year's already gone, but, you know, get him in there. I'm sure they're going to be filming soon. Hey. Actually, I think they film in the summer because their snow is always made out of bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) It just floats a little too long. It goes back up and comes down. It's stuck in their hair and on their eyelashes. (laughs) (laughs) You see them walk across the snowy field. It gets all stuck up in their pants. That doesn't look like real snow. Oh, that's, that's miracle snow. That's Hallmark snow. Um, Hallmark snow. Hey, uh, if you ever want to make sure your stuff gets read on the show, this is this is an example of how to do it. Jessica from Texas sent us a piece of fan mail, and uh, I want to read it. So, because she says nice things about us, dear James and John. I just wanted to write in and tell you how great I think you guys are. See, that's how you start an email to a podcast. I like it already. Exactly. James, I love the way you read the email, sometimes with your own little add-ins, for gosh darn Mm. sake. See how I did that? I added that in. (sighs) John, (laughs) Nobody knows that but us. John, all your little comments and different voices add just the right element. Aww. Thanks. See, he just added some elements. You're both so imaginative and naturally funny with a hint of childlike humor uh, that makes y'all so incredibly entertaining. I definitely feel that John is the perfect compliment to you, James. Uh, I'm on episode 211 right now, still working on catching up. Thanks, guys. Jessica from Texas. Well, thank you, Jessica from Texas. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jessica from Texas. We don't, we don't really. That's a small state, too. We don't get. Yeah, right. We don't get a lot of, uh, of, of love notes, you know, like no. that. Uh, well, I, 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 I say love notes. That makes it sounds weird. I just made it weird. But what I mean is <laughs> I'll, I'll get hate mail once like in a while. Notes. So, so love notes would be the opposite of hate mail. So that, that was where my mind was. So anyway, uh, yeah. so yeah, if you ever want to tell us we're awesome, that's a great way to get on the show. But, we'll put you in a special place in our show yeah. and our hearts. Make a little segment just for you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think the the best thing I could say to people who send in great stuff like that is I would stand in front of a flying cow turd for you. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? I would shield them from lemons, lemons being squirted all over the place. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do some listener stories. Bam. All right, this one's called Watch the Apple Watch, and it's sent to us by Leo. He says, hi, James and John. Hopefully there's John there because it's so much funnier when he is. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't, that's how not to get on the show right there. <laughs> Stop reading. No. <laughs> yeah. So I took one episode and did it myself. And, and, and this is the feedback I get. It's it, Leo it, might be stuck on some of those episodes from way back in the day. yeah maybe maybe see now you've gone and stepped in something extra john because i didn't even think he was talking about those i thought he just meant the one we did recently i know it's funnier with two people but i you know sometimes you have to do a show by yourself but anyway sometimes i'm leo and i'm a ninth grader and a butthead at logan <laughs> <laughs> it's not in there it's not in there at logan high school <laughs> And I have a funny story I want to share with you guys. This happened to me when I was in sixth grade. We were called into mm. an assembly during second hour. I do not remember much about the actual assembly, except that the guy promised that the quietest, most respectful student would get an Apple watch. Ooh. I know, right? So now it's hard to get 500 middle schoolers to sit down and, and be quiet, but that did the trick. It was so quiet during that assembly, you could hear every single person's breath. No way. <laughs> Sounds gross. Sounds like <laughs> a lot of people panting. You're, <laughs> you're a mouth breather. Everybody listened to the speaker that day, I can tell you. And even the worst kids had not said one word the whole time. And I sat with my arms folded, wishing with all my heart that I would be chosen as the quietest student. And mm. a couple of times I thought he looked at me. But then the time came and he pointed out a kid named Sawyer and said, come on up here. And at this point, uh, it was like he set off a grenade of people because they were yelling <laughs> that they were the quietest. And I was amongst this crowd. <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it was so quiet. I was so good. Darn you. I hate you. Anyway, the teachers heard. I listened the whole time. <laughs> uh, the teachers hurriedly shushed their students. Sawyer stood up, a smile spread across his face, and he ran up to the stage as excited as you could be. And then he climbed the stairs, and the speaker set out a box on the table. And out of the box, he, like a total butt, he pulled out an apple. Mm. It was just an apple, mm. and he pointed at the apple, and he said, watch. Watch this. Oh, and that man. was his apple watch. And the whole that is the whole mm. school burst out laughing. I'm sure they did not. They probably burst out like <laughs> pitchforks and, and guns. nooses and stuff. We were good for you, you big jerk. Where did you guys get all those flaming torches? But anyway, he says everybody was laughing and thought this was hilarious. Everybody thought it was funny except for Sawyer. He stormed off the stage crying. Oh, man. He was crying. Poor Sawyer. You made a fool out of me, mister. Oh. I hate you. Hope you guys enjoyed Leo Gilbert, Logan, Utah. I don't know who that speaker was, but he was an LBB. Yep. Absolutely. I agree. I bet you he works at Best Buy and tries to snark people about their TVs. It's the same stuff that you I you know you hear about on the internet about the, the, the girl that, that uh, thought she was getting a, a new Toyota if she if she sold a certain amount of stuff and then the boss gives her a, a toy yoda figure oh no and yeah yeah and then then the old playground trick about i'll give you five dollars for you know whatever and then you you're like saying doll hairs instead of dollars yeah you know? it's so, Look, I just, so stupid that's a jerky thing to do. It's That's mean. an LBB thing to yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. And what is your what was your message? Your message was probably you were a, a inspirational speaker. You were probably there telling them to live a certain way and to follow their dreams. Yeah. And then you pull something like that. I don't know. I, I'm gonna do it to the kids in chapel next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, but that, that, that's, uh, uh, no, I'm not going to do please it. Please don't. Cause you'll make somebody named Sawyer cry. I would <laughs> cry man, if I got chosen. Imagine if you were Sawyer, you're 500, you're one of 500 kids. You've been sitting there the whole time praying, yeah. praying. Even if you've never Being been to good. church your whole life, you're praying to God, please let it be me. And then it is you. And you get to walk up there and the dude freaking pulls out a piece of pectin packed Sit, you know, I, I don't even know. It's just a, an apple, an apple, a freaking apple. You're gonna, you're gonna, in front of everybody, 
in front of everyone you're ever going to date or be friends mm. with for your entire middle school career. And, and uh, yeah, heck yeah, I'd cry. Yep. Uh, not only do I not get a, uh, an Apple Watch, I got made fun of and, and looked like a, a dingus. Oh, so, anyway. cried and probably got made fun of even more, poor yeah, guy. I, I, I am definitely on Sawyer's side on this one. Um, anyway, we got a voicemail from Harmony Groves. It's called, uh, um, <laughs> dead gummit. I can't remember. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called, uh, uh, something cool. Here it is. This is Harmony from Pennsylvania. And I am so excited to be sending you my very first story. So here it goes. Several years ago, before I became a mom, I worked at PetSmart as a pet care associate, and it was my responsibility in the morning to feed the animals and clean their cages and scrub out the fish tanks and get customers crickets whenever they needed them. So I just finished pretty much all my morning duties except for scrubbing out the fish tanks, and I decided to run to the bathroom real quick. This is called an embarrassing tale. I just thought I'd cut in and say. <laughs> most embarrassing <laughs> The tale. most embarrassing tale. Here you go. Now, don't worry, this is not a poop story. Phew! <laughs> I had just gotten into the bathroom, and I am a pretty germ-conscientious person, so whenever yes. I use public restrooms, I will lay down, like, one or two layers of toilet paper on the toilet seat so I don't actually touch anything. I had just finished laying the toilet paper down on the toilet seat when an announcement came over the store speakers that a customer needed help getting crickets. Well, that was my responsibility, so I rushed in the bathroom to finish up, and I went out and helped the customer get their crickets to feed their iguana or their chameleon or whatever it was they were feeding. Animals. Well, then I started it's... scrubbing the fish tanks, and the fish tanks were pretty close to the entrance of the store, so every time a customer would walk by, I would turn and ask them if they needed help with anything. Well, I had been doing this for probably about 20 minutes, scrubbing fish tanks and helping customers, when I noticed out of the corner of my eye that there was something white behind me. Ah! I turned and looked, and to my complete horror and total embarrassment, I had a long piece of white toilet paper just waving and hanging out of the back of my pants for everyone who walked by me to see. I was so embarrassed that I turned into a bat and flew away. I hope you guys enjoyed the story, and I hope it made you laugh. This is Harmony from Pennsylvania. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Harmony Uh, turned into a bat, eh? Yeah. I feel so bad i i thought she was gonna say i was so embarrassed i i, I quit and went home <laughs> <laughs> no she turned into a bat which is the right place if you work in a pet store yeah, you want to turn a bat in there that's, that's true that's you true. can eat the mice or other customers harmony were you in a garbage compactor when you recorded that because <laughs> it sounded like you were being run over by garbage trucks but it was a it great like email she was driving down the voicemail yeah, yeah, she yeah was, great voicemail Thank that's you. oh man has ever that's like one of my my fears is that i'm gonna walk out of a bathroom and my zipper's down or something like oh, that and, dude you know we've talked about it on the show you know as a pastor as a pastor with children you know you you're you're constantly aware of the fact that you that kids will laugh at you if anything is out of place you know and uh i i i would constantly be paranoid that my zipper was down and that kids would be giggling and, and cause they would never tell you, you know, Hey, brother James XYZ, you know, it was, yeah, it, right. it would never happen. So, uh, I would, I would walk, to, I'd make a point to walk to the front of the stage, which apparently would have made the problem even worse. <laughs> and then I would walk to the back <laughs> of the stage and I would do a quick check, you know, <laughs> a visual. And turn back around. Eventually I got smart and I built myself, a podium that, you know, some pastors use those that are, that are clear, yeah. you know, or, or have a stand yeah, or something. Fancy. Yeah, no, I made mine and it looked like a, a, a newspaper box on the side of the road, you know, that you would get a newspaper out of. And, uh, I could, I could hide behind there all day and I, I could have had no pants on and nobody would have known. Um, so <laughs> it, it, it definitely took care of the problem, but yeah, man, ah, oh, I've, I've seen, I've never had, 
uh, toilet paper come out of my pants before, but I've seen it. And I, I, her story actually has helped me because to, before this point, I always imagined that that piece of toilet paper was going straight from where I could see it right into the butt crack of a human being. <laughs> right. I always wondered, how does that even happen? Exactly. But I can understand if you're, if you're pulling your britches up and it's on the toilet yeah, seat, well, that's, just that's, gonna- that's less gross than, than what I thought. And because I'm like, how are you doing that? You know, what are you doing down there? Are you trying to tie a, a knot? You know, <laughs> what? What's? Are you flossing? You know, <laughs> how do you how do you make that happen? So, anyway, oh, at man. least now we know. And uh, now we know. Thank you so much for a great story, folks. You can send in your stories too, email or audio at any time to uh, that story show at gmail.com. So, uh, John, why don't you bring us another one? I will be happy to do that. Here it is. This is titled Aliens, and it comes to us from a guy or gal named Austin. It's probably probably it's probably a guy. Probably a guy. I, I, it's hard to tell. I mean, I know <laughs> yeah, girls I know. named Ryan, and I'm like, oh, Ryan. I know. It's <laughs> popular these days, but I'm I, so I, I think we could say Austin's a dude. All right, Austin. Houston, if you're not a dude, I apologize. Houston might be a girl. But Austin, (laughs) (laughs) he's got a cousin named Texas. Hi, my name is Austin and I am 13 years old. Yes, a middle schooler. I live in Washington County in Utah. Now I'm a new listener and uh, and knew I should tell you this story. Okay. Well, welcome. First of all, for being a new listener. Thank you for sharing. And we yes, we you. love our middle schoolers. Matter of fact, let's uh, play the middle school. Uh, uh, Dang um, it! Uh, move out of the way, stupid! Uh, All right. Mm. No, I don't play. have the middle school voice like you do, so oh. I, I don't think I. Uh, so a couple of days ago, my three uh, is that okay? Can that I? That sounds great. Yeah, go for it. Okay. All right. This is Austin. <laughs> Everybody, I'm channeling my inner Austin. So a couple of days ago, my three-year-old brother peed the bed. <laughs> we were trying not to get him trying to get him to not pee the bed. But my parents scolded him, and he got defensive and claimed that water was spilt on him <laughs> and that it was not pee. Yeah, right. So my parents asked him who would have spilt the water on him, and he said, the aliens did. <laughs> Lols. I love your podcast and can't wait for more episodes. Sincerely, Austin. Yeah, okay. I, so I let's break this down a little bit. We've got Break a, it down. a three-year-old brother pee in the bed and tell and, and and trying to cover it up, basically. Yeah. And the best pee you could come up bed. with was aliens uh wet you. you pour aliens did. They do that. They show up in your house at night and they pour water on is your that, nether regions. Is that is that what happens to you, John? Is it's that what? every day? Almost. So here's my test. I I, I have Solomon's wisdom. <laughs> I just want you to know. Here's my okay. here's my Solomon's Let's wisdom hit. moment. Is as a parent, I would say, okay, that's cool. Let's take the sheet. Let's squeeze it out into a cup, and then oh. you drink Whoa. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> it is gross, but it would work. And you can see my Solomon's wisdom in action. Oh man, that's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> okay, we'll it's believe aliens. You. Yeah. No, mom, we can't do that because the aliens use acid water and it will burn <laughs> our throats. Yeah, yeah, there would be all kinds of reasons not to. But I'm telling you, I would call shenanigans on that real quick. <laughs> like, let's just go ahead and just take the excess and put it in a little sippy cup and uh, and see see how it tastes. If it's fresh alien water, you know, uh, apparently they use our water, so it would be fun. No, they have it from a a planet that's not, it's Saturn water. Uh, I wish aliens did it would work. There's a lot of things in my life that I would love to blame on aliens. And uh, Aliens. Yeah, they they use all the toilet paper. Um, Mm -hmm. They put the mice in your house. I'm, I'm known for leaving the tiniest bit of milk in the bottom of cartons. And, nope. And I would, aliens. Uh, aliens did that. Yeah. So, uh, are you the one that drinks all the eggnog without sharing it with your family? Uh, not unless it's right out of the carton. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. Do. Aliens do that in my aliens house. Aliens do that too. So, anyway, uh, 
good good going austin thank you for a great story and yeah. uh keep them coming dude uh this one is uh from matt from west virginia stalkers well, yeah what, for, so we do have west virginia we have a listener. west virginian listener how did that even happen i didn't even know that was there i i did and i forgot i didn't realize <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> so there you go it's the show Matt, i love your state show's just so over you know. we'll, we'll, we'll um, play the outro right now we're done no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says hey james and john it's church crop duster matt i remember that oh guy. that guy he says i have a story that i thought james would be able to relate to i know he mentioned in the past people will randomly randomly walk up to him and tell him stupid things yeah that's exactly what they do and i have a shirt that is for sale in the NLcast store that says talk stupid to me. And, uh, I yep. bought, bought one myself. I wanted this shirt and, and it's a story generator, isn't it? Say, yeah, yeah it is. It is the story. Stories, yeah. yeah. So, um, I bought one for myself and, uh, I have it and my wife won't let me wear it out of the house <laughs> <laughs> because she knows that people will come up and people will say stop. stupid things to me. <laughs> She will, will not let me wear it. And it, it is great. You can choose your we own color get, and everything. Oh yeah. We need, I need to get one and then we'll go to dragon con. Yes. And I bet you we'll walk out with a billion stories. Yes. I bet we would. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, he says, I have something similar in which people come up to me and they tell me random stories I didn't ask for. These range from older <laughs> ladies in dollar general telling me about how their baby was put in jail. Oh. And, and guys in the mall elevator telling me about their surgery before Thanksgiving. But mm. the most recent one comes from when I was getting food at the Wendy's drive through When I pulled up to the first window to give my payment, the older lady running the cash register looks at me and says, quote, well, this night went down the booty trap. <laughs> what? That's I'll, I'll say it again. Well, this night went down the booty trap. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. Booty the trap. booty trap. I have no idea what a booty trap is. Not knowing mm. what to say, I just went, ha, 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 oh, man, which I typically say in response to rather <laughs> <laughs> random citizens telling me their stories. I always start doing that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. After this, I just stare the other way, trying not to make eye contact as my debit card runs through, hoping that if I remain motionless, she will not see me. <laughs> I'll disappear like a T-Rex into the background. So this plan did not work, however, as she process she proceeded to tell me. And the thing is, we got a new manager tonight, and I don't know him, and he don't know me. So I just go, oh, ha. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh. Just give me my card back so I can get my frosty and eat it in safety in my own home away from you. Yes, thank you. She eventually did leave let me leave to retrieve my delicious frosty. And, uh, she reminded me also of why I'm an introvert from, uh, Matt <laughs> in West Virginia stalkers. So oh, there you go. Matt. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. <gonna> <laughs> oh man. I never have the right thing to say to people. I don't either. And I, when I start to say something, I say something completely ridiculous. It's like, there's these, toddlers in my head and they're all fighting to say something and well it's, usually the wrong one gets permission to speak it's like the last time that we my wife and i were at the groceries not uh, no we were eating we were dining out and uh, I, I told it on the show but the lady just stops at our table and looks at me and says so do you like your wife's mustache and then she kind of laughs and i i said oh yeah <laughs> And and she just walks away, and I'm like, I don't know how to take that. Was that offensive? Was that funny? Was <laughs> was there a shadow? That you know, my wife does not have a mustache, so it wasn't. What? Yeah, I don't know, but that's that's the kind of stuff that happens to me all the time. Just last night, I was at a diner uh, called Courtesy Diner, and I was waiting in line for the bathroom, and the man was coming <laughs> up the steps, and and he. He looks at me and I backed up and kind of gave him the, you know, here, here you go, older gentleman kind of look that you give them. Right you know? away. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here you go. And he said something to the effect of, you better watch the battle toads or something. I don't have <laughs> the battle I, toads. I have no idea what he said, <laughs> but he said something random 
Okay. I hated that game, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Battle Toads. And but it sounded like you better get the freak out of my way is what it kind of sounded like. And I went down <laughs> the stairs and I'm like all offended now. I'm like, dang, I just want to pee. Well, I get down there and the bathroom is just a mess. He has peed all over the seat. Oh, it was him? It was down. It was the only other oh. option. And there was toilet paper in the in the uh, the the lavatory, and and it was like I, I could tell that he uh. hadn't washed his hands because everything that should have been wet was dry, and everything that was dry should have uh. been wet. And <laughs> and uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about Mister, you know, B- Battle Toads Man or whatever his name was. Uh, I, I'm just going to. So I kick the seat up. I do my business. And I, I wash my hands over mm. this soggy roll of toilet paper. And thankfully, they had soap that that you didn't have to touch. And they had a blow dryer that I didn't have to touch. <laughs> but then I had to I look, look over, and I'm a pretty germ-conscious guy, too, I guess. And I try to, I'm like, I got to touch the doorknob now. Mr. P-Hand over there oh. with his Battletoads comment. He, he 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 wet the seat up and then he then he slopped it all over this handle and so there was no there was no paper or anything so I just swallowed it and uh, I did not put my mouth on the doorknob that's uh, that was, <laughs> I, was, I, just, I just and I hopefully you just up. pulled your sleeve over your hand and then no just kinda... I had t-shirt on so I just oh, freaking oh. I just okay. I just took it I just took his pee onto myself so Man, I <sighs> there was no other yeah. way. And you think that's gross? We got one grosser. This is from Joey. And this is um one of the worst voicemails we've ever gotten. And uh no. you're about to find out why. I I don't I'm know my what my off. reaction will be, but I remember what it was when I heard it the first time and it wasn't good. I almost threw up in the garbage can and that is the honest to god truth. Right. So right. you have right. been warned. This is called Dogs Are Gross and it's from our friend Joey. Hey James, hey John, I'm Joey and I'm gonna just confirm what James has to say about dogs being gross. So we have two dogs. One is little, one is kind of, we call her fat dog, so you just get that (laughs) since she's not small. Anyways, our little dog will go out in the yard and poop and just our big dog will not leave her like leave him alone so our big dog will like smell his poop and in some cases after he poops while the poop is still warm Ah! and juicy Ah! he or she will go and eat the poop sometimes she'll just dig through his poop and try to find stuff dig through full on like like, some monster anyways anyways so like one time after she ate it she started gagging and she like was like just gagging and it was just so gross that she was in our room and it was night so she like gagged and gagged and gagged and then all of a sudden she threw up and she threw up like food and Legos and also the surprise of it dog poop she threw up our little dog's dog poop and then she just went back to sleep and anyway, I hope you liked my story. Uh, keep up the good work. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the way that Joey tells that story <laughs> is amazing. How could he do it without being involved? I, I <laughs> dog threw up food and Legos. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh. oh my goodness! It must be that there is a. Th- a truth to the fact that there are stories you can tell that you could never have somebody tell you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like it's if it's your story, you can say it and be completely emotionally detached from the story. Yeah, and, 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 and that, and that's probably what you're supposed to be. It's cause you're trying to con- get the other person to experience that. And in, and in that way, Joey, you are a master storyteller. <laughs> yeah. It's really gross. Yeah. Uh. Gosh. Fat dog does, but man. Oh, fat dog is. I don't know. Awesome. Should you shame body shame a dog? Is that is that permissible? I, that one, yes, because that is a nasty dog. <laughs> it's like my son just the other day. Uh, it just confirms that dogs are gross. Uh, he 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 locks our little dog in in the pen, and and Jen, and he's like, well, why why are you doing that? And and he says, because uh, she smells. She smells better. Breath 
smells like, or no, go wash her, we say. He says, no, it's her breath. It smells like poop. <laughs> and and she ate poop. And we're like, oh, God, just put her in the pen then. And, and let's leave put her, her the there pen. forever. Give her breath mint. Just never <laughs> speak of her again. Let's just let her melt away into to do, oh. dog hair fluff or whatever dogs do. I, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. But anyway, fast forward to that evening and the dog doesn't smell anymore. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I mm. hadn't paid attention. And she's, my wife's like, yeah, she had poop in her neck hair. Oh, what? She had, dog had, she had mm. a piece of poop in her neck hair. She's a fluffy that's little so thing. And, and, and it was in there. And that's why my son, when he would put her face up to his face and smell, <laughs> he wasn't smelling her breath. He was smelling this log of poop that was rolled up in the, the hair of my dog. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. She doesn't poop in her pen. She poops outside. She had to have rolled in it or something stupid. So dogs are oh, just man. nasty. That's just dogs, dogs are gross. And, uh, I was glad that it could be, uh, at least it was a problem that was fixable. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, right. At least we don't have, have chronic bad breath. Yeah, we don't have a dog. This breath smells like crap. I, I don't ever pet the dog or acknowledge the dog. I, I, I feed the dog. I water the dog. <laughs> and, and I have found my purpose. For those of you that listen to GOK, you, you know that I've been looking for my purpose. I have found my purpose. My purpose is I am a doorman. For these two stupid dogs that live in my house, because I'm here all day with them, <laughs> and there there's a little bell that they ring, and when they ring the bell, I come up as their faithful servant, no and I open they the ring door. A bell? They ring a freaking bell, and how did you make them do that? I don't know. It sounded good at the time, but now I feel like a slave. Okay, <laughs> I feel like there's an old lady in the other room, and she's just ringing a bell, and I just come in. Yes, ma'am. What do you need? You know, and I. <laughs> But I go and I open the door and I let them out and then they bark and I let them back in. And it's it's just all day with this oh. because if there's anything outside, it could be that they need to poop. It could, It's more likely that there's a squirrel they want to talk to or something. Yep. They yeah, got dog weird. business to take care of or they want to roll around in somebody else's poop, I guess. I don't know, but I'm a doorman. <laughs> that is my purpose. That is the purpose that I was put on this earth to fulfill and I'm fulfilling it well. I am the doorman of dogs, okay? So with that, I will say we are done with the show. <laughs> I am a doorman of dogs. Well, thanks, John. Well, thanks, James. Hey, hey, uh, listen up. Hey, do you have a, a funny story that you'd like to share? How about one about catching a cow turd in the face? Uh, yeah, do you yeah. have a story about getting tricked into good behavior by a lying LBB school speaker? Have you ever had toilet paper attached like a bridal train to your butt? How about, have aliens ever framed you by wetting your bed? Do you have any idea what in the world a booby, a booty trap is? <laughs> a booty trap. <laughs> have you ever owned a dog that should be put out of its own nasty misery? Well, whatever you've got, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. The email is, uh, again, thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at thatstoryshow. Review us at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Janu Streespec, and Kerry Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And hey, remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, maybe it's as if my dog rolled into his own poop! And and then call that story show and tell Do us it about now. it. Yeah. Just get it out of your get it out of your system. Because oh. you don't have to hold on to that pain. It can be somebody else's laughter. That's what my point is. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Just want to say thanks to this month's iTunes reviews. We got number one listener, Dancer27, Rinchi, Tufu, and You Shall Not Know My Name from Australia. Uh, thank you so much for your iTunes reviews. This segment brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. We also want to thank our November Patreon supporters, Brock Sanderson, Elizabeth Kruger, Brother Justice, and Carrie Bernhardt. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. 
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.